Alex just coughed. He's the first one. <laughs> the first one out. I know. I've been holding it in so long. Yep. Alex just I coughed. Lo- I looked at the levels. It did not get picked up. So I, before Whoa. we started the podcast. You know what? It probably bled into my mic. Yeah, so. <laughs> before we started the podcast, we said, uh, first one, I've cleared my throat a couple times. We said the first one to cough is uh, kicked off the island forever. Alex is officially kicked off the island forever. Uh, so everybody say goodbye to producer Alex at producer it's Alex his last show. on Twitter. Yep. You can find him at Alex from Duveen on Instagram. But yeah. uh, he will check not be me out at my new podcast, The Post Up. Hello and welcome to the United States of Soccer, the number one soccer podcast that covers everything from the Premier League, Major League Soccer, and United Soccer League. On this Tuesday, the 28th, year of our Lord, 2023, we will go over the international break that was in the Premier League and the international break that was not in the MLS. (laughs) Also, Brian and I will give our Premier League final table predictions. Before we get into that, a couple introductions, though. My name is Michael Willis, at Carefree Willis on Twitter. I support Chelsea, Detroit City FC, and St. Louis City, which is probably the best team in the whole world. (laughs) I am joined. I can't argue. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Can't. I am joined by a man hailing from Johnson City, Tennessee. I went low that time. I liked that. Good change. Good change. It was. Yep. It came to me in a dream. It was like Johnny Cash. Yep. That was beautiful. There you go. He is a Liverpool and Nashville SC fan. He is at Brian Mitchell on Twitter. Brian, what's up, dude? What is going on, my man? Rounding out the three-man booth. The most important person here, director, producer, head editor, New York City FC, and Manchester City fan. You can find him on Twitter, at ProducerAlex23. All he does these days is produce podcasts. Basically. Best painter on the East Coast. Alex, yes, what's up, sir. dude? What's up? Painting and producing. Painting and producing. That's what I do, baby. That's, what That's do actually do. Alex's new podcast, Painting Paint and, and Producing. Yeah, you can just get that everywhere you get your podcast, Painting and Producing. What's up, boys? How was the weekend? Great. Pretty weird with no uh, Man, Premier great. League games. It was. It was, uh, yeah, it felt it felt a little empty, to be honest with you. If you haven't listened uh, to the bonus episode with Dion at Nerdy Soccer Guy, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram, we dropped that this past Thursday. Uh, covering the month that was in the MLS. He laid a bit of news on us that I don't know how I didn't collect that at the time. Yeah, me neither. That the MLS... Shocked me. I was like, that's... <laughs> yeah, right. Everybody else having an international break, the MLS said, fuck that. And they just played everybody. But they missed <laughs> a lot of their star players this weekend. Yeah. And it definitely showed. Not a bad weekend from the MLS. MLS no, it actually was so good. Uh, but a bit strange not to have... All of your players there. Very odd. That's got to be, a, I mean, there's just going to be a very odd feeling for your team. I don't know. Strange. Very strange. Let's uh, let's go over the international break in the Premier League. Let's talk about what happened. Not a whole lot, to be honest. But on Sunday, we got the official word that nobody was surprised about. Antonio Conte officially fired by Tottenham. Brian, mm. what are your thoughts about that, my man? Uh, why did they wait a week? Yeah, this took way too long, I feel. Why, yeah, why did they not do it the very next What? What's the point in waiting a week to do it? And then be like, oh, yeah, okay, now we're going to let you go. Stelini- what What good does that do? I have no clue. Stellini and Ryan Mason will take over. Only 10 games left in the Premier League. I have 
No clue. It seems like they don't they don't have a permanent replacement yet. I don't, I don't think so, yeah. Nagelsmann gets fired from Bayern Munich. Which is crazy. Tuchel gets appointed over there. Good for him. A lot of uh lot of links between Julian Nagelsmann and Tottenham. Why he would come with ten games left, I Yeah, that's all. I'm not why anybody would come with ten games left. Yeah. Gonna be interesting. I, I can't uh We'll get into it on our. We'll get into the uh, table predictions. Let's get into yeah, that like actually it. before I start, you know, ruining some of that. Brian, do you want to start from the top? or You want to start from the bottom? Um, let's do. Let's do the. Um, you know, let's do top first. Actually, all right. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Um, I'll go first. If you want me to? Brian goes first. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I threw up the rock, paper, scissors with Brian. Brian oh, I didn't see it. Sorry. Brian completely ignored me. I didn't even look. You want to do it? <laughs> no, no, no. You want to no, go right. for it? All right, ready? All Are right, we ready. on shoot, right? Yeah, loser goes first. Lo- One, okay. two, three, go. All right, My- uh, Michael goes first. I, I threw like, scissors. Well, you pointed at me, but I won. Yeah, I threw scissors. <laughs> Brian threw rock, so we're going with me first. I uh, I don't know how you did this. I took way too much time on this, and I guessed every single game going forward. I went to the Premier League's website. I wrote down the table, oh, and nice. then I wrote down what was going to happen each week. Oh, I like that. What I I had no as I did this, I did not know what else was going on in the league. So like, mm. you know, I didn't add it as I went. I just wrote down and added everything at the end. That's cool. I have a final day battle for the top. Okay. Going into the final, Man City and Arsenal Wow, will both need a victory to, to secure the title. Oh. I have this thing being decided by one solitary point. Wow. With Manchester City taking it. No way. I have an Arsenal slip up. I have City with 87 points, Arsenal at 86 points. I have a... There's a game that Arsenal played in Newcastle that I put a draw on. I felt Newcastle at that time could probably take it. Mm. That would put Arsenal in a weird spot no matter no matter where the table is now. Obviously, we have absolutely no fucking clue what's going to happen. But I have Manchester City and Arsenal at one and two. At three, I have Manchester United. At four, Brian, I got Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Liverpool making a quick charge like up the table. Like that uh, like looking around at the games that Liverpool have, they had a, a, a much easier stretch of games than everybody else. At five, I have Tottenham because mm. there's absolutely no way that they win consistently. Still, especially now with Antonio Conte gone, Stellini, and they've been they've been better without Conte, which is hilarious. But I, I just can't. Ryan Mason and Stellini, I don't. I just don't think that they'll get the boys buzzing over there. Tottenham in fifth, Newcastle in sixth. And if, that, if it ends that way, Brian, I, I, I don't know what you have yet, but if it ends that way, Newcastle out of Champions League and all the way down to the European Conference League, yeah. that's got to be yeah. shit, right? Yeah. I mean, that would be... Still in Europe. Yeah. But, I mean, that's but not bit, where you want to be. Not, not where you want to be. Possibly if, if City win the FA Cup, then Newcastle could get into the Europa League at sixth there. But in seventh, this is no bias. Oh, here we go. Starting off strong. Up you three spots. It? You don't have to say it. You just want to skip that? I've got Chelsea sitting in seventh. I have Fulham in eighth. And on uh, on goal differential above Brentford in ninth. And I have Brighton fallen to tenth. Brighton have a very hard schedule at the end of the season here. i got Villa staying where they're at in eleventh. Everton in twelfth. Palace in thirteenth. West Ham in fourteenth. Mm. Like Wolves in fifteenth. Leeds 16, 
Forest 17, which puts my bottom three, Leicester City, Bournemouth, and Southampton. I actually don't have Bournemouth or Southampton winning a game for the rest of the year. I don't know where they're going to score goals. I I like this Bournemouth team a lot. Actually, a big fan of this Bournemouth team. I just don't think it's going to happen for them. Southampton, you know, I just don't don't rate at all. Mm. Leicester, though, my surprise. Again, there was no bias. There was no... No, like, intent. I didn't look to – I just guessed the games of what I thought was going to happen per week. There's going to be more drama involved in that. But that's what I've got, Brian. What do you think – what are your initial thoughts on my table right there? I mean, I think it's pretty good, actually. I uh, I don't disagree with a lot of it. I think a lot of our middle of the table is actually, I would say, the same. pretty much the same. I'm pretty um, confident pretty Everton, Palace, and West Ham. Palace, by the way, where we were off, I should have put this down. Um, Palace sacked Vieira. They're probably going to hire Roy Hodgson. Um, if that's not official yet, it's it's going to be soon. Uh, I think they'll go back to playing defensive. Yeah, and they'll. I got Palace getting a lot of draws, lots of draws. Yeah, they're not sure. going to win many games, but they're going to get a whole I lot agree of draws. With that. They're not in danger to go down right now. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think Roy takes them down. I think he, you know, you know, the Palace boy comes back in and uh, keeps them up. Palace can be one to watch this summer because they Roy Hodgson's not going to stay. He's seventy something years old. He's not going to stay there long term. No. <laughs> Brian, let me hear your table, man. All right, so I will. Uh, I mean, as far as middle of the table, I mean, I hit every single team, but middle table is, is pretty similar to what you have. But, I mean, I'll start at the top. So, top, I actually am going to go. I'm going to say Arsenal. Do, I'm going to say Arsenal do it. Mm. I'm going to say Arsenal do it. I'm going to say I didn't say I wanted them to do it. I said that I think they're going to do it, though. Got it. Um, I'm going to say that they take it. I'm going to say Man City, obviously, right on their heels. I think, I mean, at most, I think at most maybe a three-point difference. Yeah. No, I think um, I think it'll be tight. Yeah, I think it'll be tight. tight no matter what. But I think at most it'll be three points. I think Man City will be second. I do unfortunately think United will be third. Um, it pains me to say. Um, my fourth place was actually Liverpool as well. Right. I actually had them in the top four. So that's why when you said I was like, no way, because I didn't think you'd say that. So, but I do. I think that I think Liverpool will pull it together enough to get there. Um, and I think that Tottenham will slip enough to allow them to get there. And I think we can. Ju- I think we can jump Newcastle too. So, um, anyway, so yeah, top four: Arsenal, Man City. United, Liverpool, um, finishing off that. And then I do think in fifth place, I think Tottenham as well, which is I think you said that as well. Um, and I think Newcastle six. I actually have them in the same spot that you do, which is funny. Um, and then following that, I mean, I actually, again, I might not go through I mean, every single team, but I have, I think Chelsea will move up to at least, I have Chelsea finishing eighth um, for, for you over there. But I think, uh, actually, I think Brighton might finish right above them. I had Chelsea above Fulham Brentford um, by one point at the end. Yeah, of the wow. So, okay. And I, yeah. It, again, not there's no bias. So that, there. Yeah, literally go either way there. Yeah, it, for it's sure. Just, uh, I mean, that's going to be that that fourth. I mean, um, five through through, through ten is going to be so tight. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. That's so why I, I think Brighton will be seventh. I think Chelsea will jump to eighth though. Um, and then I think towards the bottom of my table though, I'll just go ahead and give them towards the bottom. Um, I'm going to give you my bottom three for relegation. That's where I'm at. Because uh, really, the other, the other most most of the other things are pretty interchangeable for me for what you said. But uh, I, my bottom three, I do have Southampton, Bournemouth, and then I think in 18th, I'm actually going to put Forest to there. Oh, I think Forest wow. go down. And I don't want them to go down. Me neither. But I think just the way they've been playing, even with Kaylor Navas, I'm just like, yeah. I think they put all this money in, and I think they – somehow just slip enough to knock into 18th and i think probably by like one point though yeah that i think they barely i think lester barely beats them out in my book barely yeah that can't force force is definitely a team that cannot go down i um, know they have spent 
and so a money. ridiculous amount of money. With and all just the way, the way they are trending and falling right now, I'm like, uh, so that's my semi-hot take because I think Forrest are in the relegation zone at the end of the season. So the only real thing that you and I have different is City and Arsenal at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Chelsea one point. I'll tell you this right now as a Chelsea fan, for all of the Chelsea fans listening, I I would love Chelsea to finish 8, 9, or 10. Yeah. I don't want the European Conference League. Nah. I don't want to play on Thursdays next sure, year. Sure, sure. I want to play no midweek game. We're not getting into the Champions League. I don't want to play a midweek game. And that would help Chelsea out a ton, honestly. You ain't kidding. That would help them out a ton. But I had them finishing one point above everybody else. Um, everybody else being Brentford and Brighton. I really like Brentford going forward, though, man. Yeah, Brentford's one of those teams I just couldn't I couldn't give many losses because they've done so well. I know this whole yeah, year they were hard to place. They really were, man. I got I think Everton, Palace, West Ham. They eventually find themselves safe. We have opened ourselves up here for massive criticism because <laughs> at the end of this season, if none of that stuff happens, I mean, you and I are going to be look like absolute fools if Arsenal uh, do not. Or if I'm sorry, if Arsenal do finish, I will not finish top. I will not apologize, uh, Brian. You can go to Brian. Um, I I do think that uh, I do think City take this one though. Uh, going to be interesting into the season, man. Going to yeah. be so interesting. It's going to be a tight race. No How what? I got. I mean, Man United. They're going to be safe in third. I think so. Yeah, I wanted them to. I wanted my hot take to be that they're not going to finish top four, but. I looked at it. I was yeah. I was like this week, and I was like, all right, fine. You I was know, like, was, they do look good enough to stay where they're at. I was uh, I was when I started this whole thing out. I was trying to get it. I started not doing the way that I originally had done it because uh, I was I went super biased on this. I was like, I don't want to see United win. Yeah. So I, I I thought about having them drop, and I was like, no. I'm well, sorry. I did. I know I did too, and I was like, let me be realistic yeah, exactly. and like not be biased. So Grant out in Los Angeles, there you go, buddy. Just for you, I have the I have United finishing above Liverpool, so you should be happy. Shout out to Grant right there. Let us know uh, who you think is going to be. You don't have to go through the whole table. If you do, that's awesome. If not, tell us who you think is going to be finishing uh, this season uh, with the Premier League title, and tell us who you think is going to go down. Uh, Brian has Forest, Bournemouth, and Southampton. I have Leicester, Bournemouth, and Southampton. Brian has chosen Arsenal as Premier League champs. I have chosen City. Alex, who do you think is going to win? Producer Alex, I was just going to put him on the spot too. Uh, the Wolves. Oh, yep. That's a that's a hot take if you've ever heard one. Alex is a uh, uh, jump up from fifteenth to thirteenth uh, to first. I like it. You Alex. clearly don't know the game of soccer. Clearly, I don't. <laughs> Alex is a Clawson Wolves fan over there. (laughs) Uh, Coming up this weekend, we have Premier League action back. Manchester City versus Liverpool. Bournemouth versus Southampton. Arsenal versus Leeds. Brighton versus Brentford. That should be a good game. Palace versus Leicester City. Nottingham Forest versus Wolves. Chelsea versus Aston Villa. West Ham take on Southampton. Newcastle United versus Manchester United, a rematch of the electric Carabao <laughs> Cup final. And then finally, we have Everton versus Tottenham on the Monday. Going to be an awesome weekend next weekend, right, Brian? Oh, yeah. I'm very excited. Anything to say before we move on uh, stateside? Um, I really hope Liverpool beat Man City, but I don't think it's going to happen. But I would love to see it. I got a draw. But they, yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, but, I mean, I also didn't – I also had Liverpool losing to United. Yeah, and look what happened. Yeah, so. yeah, seven nothing. Let's see if any magic happens. Old Darwin Nunez is going to seal it for us. Let's go stateside, Brian. Let's do it. Got some good news for you, dude. Okay. MLS Week Five was fucking electric. It was. It a actually was a very good weekend. A lot of goals. Overall, it was very good. Only two games didn't have a goal in it. That was the first and very last game. So let's cover everything in between, huh, Brian? I love it. Charlotte versus New York Red Bulls game ends one one. 
surprise here is the Charlotte back line was a mixed bag of players. Before I move on, I said at the beginning, so weird that the MLS didn't have an international break. I did look it up. Yeah. Weeks, it was, oh, I should know. I should really down. Week six or week seven was for the Premier League. That was an international break. So, okay. So, week I mean, six. it was close enough. It's close. I mean, this is week four? Five. This five? is week five. Oh, then yeah. For sure. And why right? would you notice that? Yeah, okay. If Maybe, everybody else. Just, yeah, solidifies it. For exactly. Especially as the league starts to grow, like you're going to have better players that are going to be picked up for their international yeah. team. You so should just. It's. To me, that doesn't like playing while you're on internet. That doesn't boost your league. It, it that doesn't. actually hurts it, in it, my opinion. So I'm right there with you, man. Yeah, it's odd. Okay, strange one. Like I said, there was nobody for Charlotte. That was I think I don't think anybody was pulled up for international duty. But they're, they're, they had a they had a weird back line. Played a five man midfield to compensate for that back line. Have not been impressed with uh, New York Red Bulls though. I mean, they no. should have absolutely destroyed in yeah. this game by quite a lot. Did not. Uh, Charlotte needed this, got two good results back-to-back. No longer the worst team in the East. I don't know if you checked it or not, but the the West has three teams that have not won a game. That's Ooh, crazy. that is nuts. One of the games where... This, go Charlotte, though. Yeah, go, go Charlotte. Charlotte. We I actually mean, kind of... Uh, we're like three hours we're three from Charlotte. No, drive away five from Charlotte. hours from Charlotte. Hours. I did look it up. Richmond from no, he, Charlotte is four hours. I can get there in two tr- and a half. Mm. Let's go Where did Charlotte. you look it up from? Where, from your house to Charlotte? Yeah, from my house to no, Charlotte. No, I'm looking that up right now. There's no way. Uh, my hey, house everyone, is... If you want to look, Michael's address is... <laughs> <laughs> One of these games that definitely was impacted by the international break, and it, it showed big time. Columbus versus Atlanta. Now, if you listened to our recap show with Dion at Nerdy Soccer Guy oh, on yeah, four hours and Instagram, he came out and he said, Atlanta was going to lose this game. And I'm... Pissed at myself for not taking Columbus money line because Columbus came out and spanked Atlanta six one. Brian, I mean, even though I yeah, again, I did, I do know Dion said that Atlanta was going to lose, and I was like, wow, it's a hot take. And then obviously he opened up Pandora's box, being like, well, the international break thing, and we were like, whoa. Um, but again, I don't even think Dion saw the no. score line being this lopsided. Of a, I don't think anyone did. This got bad fast, real quick. Fast. This was. I like, mean, it was once just, it started, it just snowballed. One after another, this was <laughs> bad, man. Caleb Wiley was still on the field. Didn't do much because this Columbus crew team dominated. And then after the fourth one went in, Atlanta just gave up. It just truly just gave up. Strange one, right? But, like, yeah, it was it's kind of hard to judge this one because, like, their best players weren't there because they were in. I know. I'm pretty sure. I did, it, it was hard to be, like, to be like, well, is Atlanta – because, yeah, you can't – I mean – you had six. I think they had six seven or seven players that were players not that there. just were not there. So it's like, Almada. That's was, a. I mean, that's a. That's half your team. Yeah. Like at least almost more than half that's, your team. Really. All so them, all of them were starters too. Six or seven wow. players. I mean, that's and that is rough to be without. I mean, that's that's not like you're just missing one guy and you're like, oh, okay, well, this one guy runs everything. No, it's like I mean, that's a good amount. So it is tough to judge that, but I still did not see. It's just like, does Atlanta not have the depth then? Yeah. That's the question. But. Columbus lost first week to Philadelphia. Ever since then, they've looked very, very good. They did turn it around, yeah. Four of the six goals came from first-time goal scorers. For wow. Columbus. That's pretty awesome, right? Yeah, good for them. That's pretty awesome. Also on our monthly review show with Dion from at Nerdy Soccer Guy, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram, he told us that the team he's been pleasantly surprised with has been the New England Revolution. Mm-hmm. I watched this game because he said that. Yeah. Benteke gets his third goal of the season, but after that, it was all New England. Yes, it was. Car- if you, I put this on our Twitter, at US of Soccer Show. Go check that out. Go check us out on Instagram as well. 
Carlos Gill to Gustavo Bo. This pass was chested down by Bo. Rounds the rounds the defender and slots at home against keeper. This was such a good goal. That I mean, was insane. This was this was such a good little that passage was beautiful. of play, man. Highly recommend you guys go check this out. And then Brian, I didn't know this until after the game. Seventeen-year-old Noel Buck, no way, gets the winner in the 88th minute. He's seventeen, buzzing for that kid. Seventeen, Seven? years old. I did not know that either. Alex, what were you doing at seventeen? Oh boy. What, what what was I doing at seventeen? Not scoring goals in a professional soccer team. No, that's you and sure. I were sitting at my house eating Mickey Mouse chicken nuggets. That's yep. what we were doing. Mickey at Mouse, <laughs> Mickey Mouse chicken nuggets, and blueberries and saltines. Well, living it up, living it up. Salty. We had no food in my house. Alex, I've, I've said this before, but Alex and I have known each other for sixteen years. What's the peanut butter? Don't you guys have peanut butter a lot? Oh yeah, top shelf. Right? Oh, top, top shelf, shelf always. You know that. Is. Alex used to come over to my I house all the time, and that was a go-to snack. Was Mickey Mouse chicken nuggets? That's what yeah. we were doing at seventeen. This yeah. kid, Noel Buck. Scoring 88th minute bangers. Man, to good win for games. him. Five starts this season for that kid. That's awesome. Yeah. 17 years old. That's that that's, is awesome. That's nuts. Good for him, dude. Yeah, I did not know he was 17. That's American. Awesome. Wow. Let's go. All right. I like it. Let's go. Is he better than Christian Pulisic? Enter Miami versus <laughs> Chicago Fire. <laughs> this was a back and forth game that saw a stoppage time winner from Kai Kamar. This was an this actually was an awesome game. Chicago scored the first two, only to see Miami fight back and get an equalizer in the 76th minute. Franco Negri for Inter-Miami. I've watched this kid a couple times. Mm -hmm. I think he's Argentinian. Okay. I like him a lot. Yeah. He's a left back for Inter-Miami. I like that guy a lot. He's a good player. But Kai Kamara gets the 92nd minute winner. When he did, his celebration was sweet. He started screaming real. If you could pick it up. I don't know. You go back and watch it. I put that on our Twitter as, as well. This was a pretty awesome game. Inter Miami is a strange one, though. Because don't Chicago Fire suck? They, exactly. Honestly, I was shocked. I was shocked that uh, that Chicago beat Miami because yeah, the Chicago is not good. Well, at least I, I don't think they're good. Um, and I have a little bit of a soft spot for Inter Miami. Okay, why is that? I just love David Beckham. <laughs> And so I just have a soft spot for him. Like I just love David Beckham. I'm sorry. It's just it is what it is. Uh, so you got a Liverpool it's, fan that loves I know Beckham. that's exactly. Fair. That's I mean, why it's that's funny fair. because being Liverpool, like I shouldn't like him, but I don't know. I just have a soft spot for David Beckham. When um, when when I got into it, Beckham was no longer at United. I yeah, I don't. I think when I started watching, I think he was he was at Real. Yeah, I mean, because I started. Well, I mean, I started watching in like oh eight, oh nine. So I don't think. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't at United at that point. No, he was. He might have been at Real. He might have been just past. Real. No, he was at Real at that point. I think he he David Beckham played at AC Milan. He played at PSG. He played at Real I Madrid. Where he was at. He got to. He he made his name at Manchester United. But I don't know him as a Man United. It, it's, I know it sounds weird. I don't look at him as a Man United player. I'm yeah, not. I'm sure. not of that age. Um, hilariously. I mean, I look at him as a Real Madrid player, but I look at him as a Galaxy player because he was so big for us. He was. I mean, he was huge. Uh, let's see, 2009 when I – well, he was – yeah, okay. So, he was actually – he was already at the Galaxy in 2007 and 2012. Yeah. So he got there He was when Galaxy I was... whenever I really started watching. Like, But I knew who he was. Yeah, exactly. But, like, yeah. And then he, well, then he was on loan at AC Milan in 2009. Yeah. So – Interesting, but again, I know Beckham as a Galaxy player. That's so. That's player. so. That's like that's weird and funny to right. to hear and say. But it's but he's not. I mean, he's 
he's a Man United legend. Right. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, right? I mean, Man oh. United fans, you let me know if you're class of '92. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that exactly. document. I did. That's a, really a good documentary, good, by the way. It is a good documentary. Even if it is United, it's actually a great. So Brian has a soft spot for Inter Miami. I mean, that's fair. I, I tell you what, it's weird, right? Because I thought Chicago sucked, and I thought Inter were a good team, only yeah. because this next game, Philadelphia Union versus Orlando. I think I've just based. Everything I know about the MLS about around the Philadelphia Union. Right. I was told by everybody this team was going to be. So I've heard sweet. so many people say like, "Oh yeah, they're they're the best." Like they're like so many people that I've heard have just been like, "Yeah, they're great. They're they're probably going to win this year." Like I, like so many people told me that. What the like, hell okay, is wow. up with the Union? Right. Oh, no, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on, but I like it. Uh, I mean, I know because I don't <laughs> like Philadelphia. Right. <laughs> Brian and Alex are not big Philadelphia guys. I'm I'm definitely indifferent, but. It's strange because this Inter Miami team beat Philadelphia. A couple other teams have beaten Philadelphia, and I'm just thinking, eventually they're going to start picking it up. But they lose here to Orlando, which is a a strange one. I've watched a few Orlando games this year for whatever reason, and they have struggled to create all season long. Their offense has not been impressive. Today they could have had four. Yeah, yesterday, Saturday, they could have had four. You need to start putting it together because – they are supposed to be, I feel, supposed to be way well, better than even, this. I think Dion said it uh, on the episode last week, on our episode with him, where he just said, like, yeah, it's surprising because they have pretty much the same squad they had last year. And, I mean, they made it to the final. They were the runner-up. They just lost to LAFC in the final. And they didn't lose anybody, really. And he said, like, they pretty much have the same squad. And if they were that good last year, like, what's changed? Yeah, so, no, fair. And, and it's, a good, it's a great question. So. Another, another weird team, Austin FC versus yeah. Colorado. Austin slip up again. Uh, yeah, they did. 1-1 game. They Austin opened scoring up, but a Kevin Cabral. don't know if you saw this or not, but as soon as he scored, he ran right to the Austin FC fans, started cupping his ear. I, I love that kind <laughs> I of stuff. T- I actually do, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm way about that. Austin's another one, though. They made it to the Western Conference Finals last year, and now they have They're been... supposed to be really good. Who's that one? Who's the good player? Again, sorry about this. We're, I am still learning the league. Drusini? Is that him? Drusini? Yeah. Is that for Austin? I think it is. I actually don't remember his name now. Uh, he's very good, but this team is not very good. I don't know what. No, the it's, hell it's is going weird on with because Austin. again, that's uh, something I think it's something else that me and you have both yeah. been told by multiple sources. Like, yeah, Austin's good. If you're an Austin fan, let us know in the comments. Get involved with us on Twitter and Instagram. Tell us why your team absolutely stinks right Just now. <laughs> tell us what's. Go- well, I was going to say, tell us what's going on with your team, but yeah, let's put it that way. Houston versus New York City FC. Alex, what the hell, man? Houston win one nothing. Yeah, dude, what's going on? Alex? Houston had a 1.8 xG. New York City had a 0.25 xG. I mean, they had ze- almost zero goal scoring opportunities. What the hell was that, dude? Uh, I didn't watch a single second of that game. So. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, well. unfortunately, New York City FC did not look very good. This was the not. I didn't watch too much of this game. This was on the uh, MLS 360, which we were going to talk about at the end of this because I have a couple different. Uh, couple different takes for you, Brian. I love that. Strange one for uh, Houston, who I think this is their second win now. Uh, won their first game last week. Got their second one here against New York City FC. Have absolutely no idea what NYCFC are. Go Pigeons, right though, Alex? Go Pigeons. That's right, go Pigeons. Go Pigeons. Minnesota versus Vancouver. Not much to talk about here. Vancouver get a deserved goal, uh, an equalizing goal, 98th minute winner. That's awesome. The place went absolutely electric when that happened. Lights went out. I love the... Uh, Different from over in England, when when goals go in, lights go off. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. Austin turns everything green. I'm a yeah. big fan of this. Yeah. Right? I'm a big fan of this. Yeah. This was sweet. Okay? Yeah. Good for, uh, good for Vancouver right there. Again, 1-1 game, Minnesota and Vancouver. Uh, Brian. Yeah. Go ahead. Let's talk about Nashville, dude. They're weird, dude. Strange. I watched, I watched the Nashville and Cincinnati game, obviously, and 
I don't know. I kind of. I mean, I guess I, I kind of went in with the expectation that Cincinnati was going to win. Um, Same. So that wasn't a shocking result. But, man, I just like – again, I'm just going to stick to what I said even last week with Dion as well. It's just – and what I noticed at the beginning of the season when we were kind of getting into choosing our teams and stuff and just looking through national squad, I'm just like, who do you who do you have besides this Mukhtar guy? You know, especially up front. Who do you no have? Who, who's your striker? You don't have one. Like the Sapong guy or whatever. I'm like, who's this yeah. dude? Yeah. And I'm like, he ain't doing it. And uh, yeah, Nashville, I think they just they need to find themselves a striker and who can link up with Mukhtar and put some stuff in the back of the net to win. I'll tell you who is uh, a striker that is very good. Brendan Vasquez. He gets his first goal, but throughout the whole game, he was so good. This Cincinnati team is a lot of fun to watch as well. They are, I know. They I'm, are, they are. I'm not an Ohio person at Me all, either. but this Cincinnati team is a – Hell of a lot of fun. Lucian Acosta is a is a very good player. I highly recommend you go check out this Cincinnati squad. Uh, a bit concerning though for Nashville, right? Right. I mean, yeah. you expect more. Yeah. Don't you? And this should be a better team. They have the reigning you MLS the, exactly. MVP. You get the reigning MVP on your team, and you should you should be doing some type of contending. Yeah. So. Need to see more from that. Sporting Kansas City and Seattle Sounders. I'll say Jordan Morris is that dude, huh, Brian? Which is crazy, um, because. I feel like my view on him is just not the view that maybe most Americans have. So I just, I mean, I do, I do now think that he is, he's MLS good. Um, but I just have never thought he's been this like phenomenal dude. Like, but he crushes it in MLS. So good hilariously, man. I love him. Okay. I love this guy. I, I think, I think I was just, I think what it is is he had a lot of hype coming in like oh, yeah. when he first came in and so like and so when he was like okay this new guy jordan morris playing for the u like for the u.s national team and then just to see like the let down like he just just doesn't do anything on the international level i think that's what kind of turned me off to him uh, but man he's been crushing it yeah so. sporting get the first goal william agata finds the finally gets his first goal as soon as he did started yelling finally up to the heavens for some reason i mean he's been struggling <laughs> for a while now right after that though jordan morris goes Four. Ballistic. So he's obviously a good player. Seattle missing seven players. Jordan Morris takes over all by himself. Oof. It was pretty wild. Uh, that was a fun game to watch, man. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of fun to watch. I don't know what it is. I'm not a big Seattle Sounders fan, but I, I really like watching Jordan Morris play, especially right now. I don't. I know there's a lot of uh, – I don't know if it's dislike in the, 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 the men's national team, but, I mean, a lot of – I don't know. Just expected more from him, I guess. Yeah, I think it's again. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. I don't dislike him, but it's kind of like honestly, I kind of view it in the same boat as you, almost in a similar boat as you feel about Pulisic. I'm like, I feel like this dude should be better on the international level than he is. Yeah. So again, it's not the same as a club level, but because club he he crushes it. But again, but then I, like not to not to. Like put it down, but again, it's like it's like M- MLS. It's just it's not the same level yeah, no, as like sure. a Premier League. Yeah, so it's like a little bit of a grain of salt. But again, he do, I mean, dude, he does crush it in MLS. So good for him. So, but I think I think it is just yeah. It's not it's not it's not hatred that that's it's in the national level either. I think it's more of just like just. It hasn't lived up to the potential. So left uh, off on loan to Swansea, got an ACL tear, came right back to Seattle. So. Hard on him, but he's not. He's not. He's not lit it up in the U.S. men's national team either. He he seems to be in his little. I think he's from Seattle. I think mm. his dad used to coach in Seattle. Okay, I think something yeah, like sure. that. Sure. Sounders fans can correct me in the comments, but it's it's an interesting thing to see uh, see this guy play right now because he seems like he's 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 fully matured. 
I am five sure. weeks into the MLS. What the hell do I know? But he Same seems here. like he's that's what I know. Yeah, yeah he Same seems here. like he's matured big time. I like watching. Seattle but dude, play. if he would translate this to the international level, holy cow! Real Salt Lake, St. Louis City, dude. St. Louis is the best team to ever suit up, Brian. Been right. saying it for four weeks now. This is the fifth week I've been saying it. This team is awesome. It's crazy, dude. This guy Klaus is. The I was just gonna man. say Klaus. Let's go, dude. How many times are we gonna give gifts to right. St. Louis? That, this I, is the I'm third saying, time. It's happened. Yeah, three times. Three times. You just they've you passed. Like, the other team has passed the ball right to them. Austin, Charlotte. And now Real Salt Lake. And they capitalize every single time. This Klaus guy is awesome. Yeah, he's a beast. There's St. Louis dominated every single phase of this game. I watched the entirety of this. This was such, again, such a fun game from St. Louis. Uh, Roman Berkey came up with some massive saves. That's what he's been brought there to do. I did think the first couple of weeks when I was watching him that there were a couple that he could have definitely saved out. He seems like the past two weeks he has come into his own there. Everybody kept saying pregame, though, that Real Salt Lake, they almost never lose here, and this is going to be the time that, that they beat lose at home. This is going to be the time that St. Louis get their first loss. Didn't happen. No. The St. Louis team is sweet. When every, it, I don't, they don't play like uh, massive possession style either. They break on you, and when they break, they all break together. It's a fun team to watch. You see everybody running out there. This Stroud guy as well, awesome. Awesome. Good for St. Louis. Are they going to go invincible, Brian? Probably. Uh, no, I'm going to say no. <laughs> I'm going to break your heart. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, last game that had goals, I'm not talking about San Jose and Toronto, nor am I going to be talking about Portland and LA Galaxy. Almost nothing went on this game. The XGs for both of all four of these teams were so bad. Yeah. Hilariously, first and last game of the day, those had absolutely nothing going on. But the, the last book, one we're going to talk the about. bookends were not good. No. Uh, LAFC versus FC Dallas. LA wins 2-1. Should have been 3-1. Thought LAFC dominated this entire game. Oh, yeah. Dallas is a weird one to watch this year. They are. I'm not I, can't, really I, can't, sure. I can't tell what they are either. Yeah, so exactly. I'm I'm interested in them. Just to be like, I don't, I can't figure you out. But LAFC, man, I mean, running champions, doing their thing. That's it for the MLS, dude. Yeah. Week 5, Electric. I think they had 34, 35 goals. Again. Not 44 from last week, but... Still, whole hell of a lot of goals from this past week, but it's trending in the right direction. So, I mean, for, for sure. anyone that's like, man, I don't like MLS. Like, I get it, but at least like this is this season is already better than oh, yeah. past because again, we and we've said it before, but we've we've tried to get into MLS before and we just fall off. Yeah, but so far, it's been better than any other time I've watched it for sure. I mean, this is you know you talked about it a little while ago. Jordan Morris is not you know hasn't really stepped up. And that it's he's been good, but on MLS quality, uh, I agree with that wholeheartedly. But at the same time, I'm looking at the MLS, and I the quality is a lot better than I thought. So it's a, it's it's a it's respect to Jordan and everybody that plays in there, but it's still not it's still not top tier. What do you think about the MLS? I ask this because I do think there are there are a lot more stars in the MLS than I originally thought. A lot a lot more better players. A lot a lot of good players in the MLS. I did not think there were this many. What are your thoughts on uh, MLS taking on Arsenal at the uh, All Star Game? I think it's going to be. I think it'll be fun to watch, um, for sure. I never know how I feel about the All Star Game um, and the MLS, though. I it's, care less about any All Star Game, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think it's the older I get, the less I'm less I'm bothered. I don't have a problem with the with with Arsenal. I, don't, I shouldn't say that. I don't have a massive problem with them playing Arsenal or like Bayern Munich or someone like that. I just think that if you're going to grow the game, I think like you have enough players to field 
you know, two teams. Yeah, Maybe sure. they think they don't. Sure. Um, I mean, this is this Arsenal thing is solely for Matt Turner, right? So Matt. Turner yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and, it's yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna Arsenal gonna play the kids. So I get it. Yeah, yeah. It's a, exactly. It's a publicity thing, but it, yeah. Um, I I just, mean, I Arsenal like, fans are gonna think it's cool, which is good for you. Like, for sure, that's cool. It is cool, but for sure, I just feel like there's, there's since watching the past five weeks, there's definitely a, uh, you know, there there are twelve to. To, for one team on the East, then there are twelve players that I think are very good, and I, I I'm, I'm looking, I'm trying to think of the same thing for the West. I don't know. I just feel, I feel like they could definitely generate their own talent there, or take on Liga MX. That would be interesting as well. So that would be. There could be more. There could be more. With that. I think Champions League just needs to expand, and uh, yeah, and let MLS yeah. give a, give a, give like give like the top three or four teams in MLS a chance, even though they would not do anything. That, it'd I mean, be, that would be, it'd be fun for them to be in it. That would be interesting. Uh, final topic on the MLS before I move over to the USL. I did watch the MLS 360 again. I hate it. Mm. Time to say it. I hate it. Yeah. feel bad. Uh, I think it'll get better. Uh, it's not fair either because it's their first one ever. Alex just coughed. He's the first <laughs> He's one. The first one. I know. I've been holding it in so long. Yep. Alex just I coughed. Lo- I looked at the levels. It did not get picked up. So I, before Whoa. we started the podcast. You know what? It probably bled into my mic. Yeah, so... <laughs> Before we started the podcast, we said uh, first one. I've cleared my throat a couple times. We said the first one to cough is uh, kicked off the island forever. Alex is officially kicked off the island forever. Uh, So everybody say goodbye to producer Alex at producer Alex on Twitter. You can find him at Alex from Duveen on Instagram, but uh, he will not be. Check me out at my new podcast, The Post Up. (laughs) 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 What was it? uh, Painters and what? Painters and producers. Painters and producers (laughs) as well. Yeah. Yeah. MLS three sixty man. I um, I think it'll get better. I think there's there's so much potential there. Hate the way it is right now. There was a moment. There's a lot of games going on at at one time. And there's a moment they just put every game up on the screen, so you can't really watch the game because the screen is it's so, so small, small, right? Like I just just flip back between. And there were multiple times where there's like a corner going on. Like there's big moments in the game. They'll figure it out. I hate it. I can't. I can't stand it. They're trying the red zone approach, but like with red zone is like football stops. American football stops. Yeah. So you can have multiple things on the screen happening at once. Right. Exactly. And then this play happens. But soccer's just oh, it, it's hard it's to watch. Going, yeah. And four games going all at one sh- time. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm sure that's why they're still figuring it out. But again, biggest thing, you can't have commercials. Can't have it. In, in the game. Like can't who? Have it. Well, that's I. Uh, that what I don't understand is like who was like, well, yeah, we need to do like we're we we're gonna be okay with commercials because. I've never once been like. I mean, I'd rather watch it when it has commercials during the action. Yeah. What? So that's just weird. I'll tell you what. I you know every time the I don't we don't mean to be negative. We do no, really don't it, right. Uh, but that's just got to be yeah. It, but it, you know because the MLS has been overall. It's been great it's to watch. Been it's been an awesome great. month in a week. But like the way that they're doing these commercials is ridiculous. And every time it comes on, every time the first commercial comes up, I'm like, all right. I, I'm about to turn it. I, I mean, I've I've watched MLS 360 twice. Yeah, like I said, uh, watched it the first week, and I was like, oh man. And then I watched it again, like I think last, not this not this past weekend, but like two weekends ago. And I was like, ah, still can't. Do it. Commercials are here to stay this season for sure. Hopefully next season they go. All right, we hear you. We're going to take this away. Yeah, Doubt so. it. Yeah, Doubt I it. I know, but, but we can hope. Yeah, I I can't stand the uh, hey we we got we got seven eight games going on. Let's put all seven games up on the screen, but tiny yeah, boxes can't see a damn thing that's going yeah, on. Yeah, that's, that's interesting games. too because you can't really pay attention. Yeah, to did not like that one bit. They'll figure it out though. Yeah, I think so. This is for all you like uh, fashionistas out there. The oh. outfits these people wear on three MLS three six got to be better. Got to be better. <laughs> Liam Sasha, got to be better, bro. Got to be better. Can't have this, man. 
cannot have this. Some of the weakest shoes I've ever seen in my life. Man was wearing Vans on uh, MLS. Respect to that. I mean, those are casual, but got to be better than that. I don't know. They'll get there. Over to the USL Championship Week 3. I do this every week. I tell you I'm going to highlight Sacramento Republic, San Diego Loyal, and Las Vegas. Those are the three teams that are rumored. There could be others, but those are the heavily rumored teams to be uh, in the MLS expansion. Las Vegas drew 2-2 with Orange County. SC, good game. Three goals coming in four minutes. Vegas had this, but let OC come back twice. Uh, I did not watch the end of this game for some reason because I felt like Vegas had won it, turned it off, got a notification on my phone that Orange County came back in. I turned it off because Sacramento and San Diego played each other. Mm. This was a good game. Okay. Goal from Fernandez in the 41st minute. See Sacramento take all three points. I know that sounds like it wasn't a good game because it was a goal in the 41st minute. But it was. I liked this game a lot. I really don't know why, but I like this San Diego team. They they look more they look like a professional team. And I don't want to say that sounds that sounds so negative. That sounds so they are a professional team, but they look more than what they, they look like they're better than the USL. They just do. So does Sacramento. If you are tuning into ESPN Plus, go find these games because at Las Vegas, Sacramento and San Diego, that atmosphere there is awesome. I'm a, I'm a big fan of what they got going on over there. Those are not the highlighted games this week, but those are just three teams that definitely making some moves in the USL. I do have two games that I want to highlight this week. First one's Louisville City. They lose at home to El Paso Locomotive. Louisville City, I knew this from last year. They're a very good team at home. They don't lose that often. El Paso dominated them, 3 nothing. Goals from Navarro, Zacharias, and Petrovic. Hope I didn't butcher that at all. All these goals could have been avoided but just very bad defensively from Lou City. The second game I want to highlight is Charleston Battery versus the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Charleston are a team to watch. Ben Pierman has these boys absolutely buzzing down there. Good news, Brian. The uh, Charleston Battery Twitter account are now buddies with us on Twitter. They liked our stuff. I actually went ahead and quit my job when I saw it. Yeah, exactly. If I was you, like, well, we've made it. If you have uh, mine, Alex's, or Brian's phone number, delete it. Go We're ahead too and good lose for it you. because uh, we absolutely are. Absolutely awesome. We've made it. it, and we just don't have time. We officially made anymore. it. Yep. Thank you, Charleston Battery. We are officially big fans of that. That's Battery true. spanked Tampa Bay 3 nothing. This was an awesome. A lot of people came into this, thought Tampa Bay was going to win this game. It wasn't even close, really. Charleston dominated the entire time. Charleston going to be a very good team this year. Again, if you're a big USL fan or becoming a USL fan, this Charleston team is awesome. You know what I don't love? Uh, they're called the Bat. I'm not really sure why they're called the Battery. Need to look that up. I don't either. I was actually wondering that. They got cannons okay. as their logo. Yeah. I think Arsenal have a big support down in Charleston. Oh. I love that. You've been in Charleston? Uh, I don't know that I have. I've, Ash- been, I've been through there. I don't know that I've actually like spent time there, though. Ash and I have been twice. Beautiful place. Yeah, I've uh, heard that. Highly recommend it. Um, I don't think. Not a big foodie spot. If you like golf, though, okay. a lot going on down there with the well, golf. Well, then I need to go. You do need to go. Because Kiowa I'm, Island. I'm a big golf Shout guy. out Andel in. That's go. it. I was going to highlight a USL League One game. There were no good games. There's only three of them. Should we move on? Yeah. That's it, Brian. Wow. Brian, Alex, where are we at? That was fast. That was qu- quick. Oh, we're, not, yeah, we're about like oh we're not recording <laughs> like 45 minutes oh that's actually not as bad as what i thought yeah. it was um yeah i mean so we can go i looked up charleston battery okay. why they're named after the coastal defense civil war civil war artillery oh, battery 
All right. Okay. So same thing, because I think Arsenal are 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 called that because they were something with the military or something. The like gunners, that. right? When they were at gunners. Woolwich, That's and then they just right. abandoned that place and went up north. So, mm. whatever. Yeah, big. Uh, I think a big following down there. You saw during this game, you saw a lot of uh, Arsenal supporters in the Charleston are also a black and yellow team. So it, yeah. that red was sticking out like a sore thumb sore throughout thumb. there. But that's sure. a fun game to watch. Highly recommend if you are getting into the league here. Support local. I put that up on our Twitter as well. Uh, we talked about it last week. You do not have to be a Chelsea fan. Don't. It's not fun. Uh, go be a Charleston <laughs> fan. It's way more fun. <laughs> it's not fun. A um, couple of things, though, I guess, before we completely wrap up. Um, this coming weekend, April 1st, is the home opener for our very own Richmond Kickers, um, which is going to be very awesome. I'm very excited for it. Unfortunately, we were going to have boots on the ground, but now we unfortunately are not um, because our good old pal Michael is going to be out of town. Uh, that's okay, though. We'll go to the next one, but we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. But I'm, I'm just excited for Kickers have their home opener. Um, you know, I'm I'm excited to see what they're what they're gonna do this season. I know they've already had two games, I believe, this season. Yeah, we won last um, week. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We won. So we're one and um, one and we are we have we've gotten four points. We're, we we yeah. won one, draw one, drew one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, hopefully they'll win the home home opener. Um, that'll be really cool. And uh, and I'm I mean we've got another another episode coming up for you guys. Yeah, another bonus this week, another, another bonus, bonus episode. So tune in. I, I'm I'm gonna give a little bit of a spoiler here, but yeah, we should. it's probably gonna be one of our one of the biggest things we've done yet. But we actually have a former Premier League player coming on with us Ooh. this coming week. Mm-hmm. He is an awesome dude. Um, I'm very excited to have him on. He's very pumped to to, to do it. Uh, we're gonna interview him, and we're gonna have a new segment. Uh, kind of coming up, we'll do a, the bonus episode, kind of like this going forward, probably once a month for you guys. It'll be a bonus content episode that we dive into uh, interviewing someone and doing like kind of uh, beyond the pitch type thing, where we get to interview them, get to know them, and they get to tell us about their life and um, just get to learn more about some awesome people. So again, starting, I'm not going to give away everything, but it is a former Premier League player. Should I we mention the team? Yeah. Go ahead. So this guy is a former West Ham United player. So if you are a West Ham fan, be sure to tune in this Thursday, uh, March 30th. I had to do quick math wow, there. that was good. I was like, how did you do you like that? that? I didn't even know that. You like that? Uh, this that Thursday, good. March 30th, tune in. We are going to have a, a special guest on. Cannot wait for that. This was something that Brian, Alex, and I wanted to do from the jump here. We want to have uh, coverage of all these games, but we also want to help uh, expand that as well, like go into – why this game is so awesome. And part of that is going to be this new Beyond the Pitch series that we're going to start doing once a, at least once a month here. Yeah. We'll find people, reach out to everybody from all across. If you are one of those people that has uh, an interesting story in the game, reach out to uh, any of us, uh, Brian on Instagram, me on Twitter, Alex on Twitter and Instagram. Reach out to the show's uh, Twitter and Instagram, at US of Soccer Show on Twitter and Instagram. Find us there. If you have something to share about the game, come let us know, and you we will – Love to have you on, right, Brian? Absolutely. That'd be awesome. We want more people, so yeah. We do. We absolutely do. We want more friends. Before we go, some quick plugs. Brian, where can they find you at? I am at Brian Mitchell, which is B-R-Y-O-N on Twitter, and Brian loves naps, because I do, uh, on Instagram. Alex? You can find me at Twitter, at ProducerAlex23, and then on Instagram, it is Alex from Duveen. And you can find me on Twitter at Carefree Willis. Do not forget to give the show a follow at US of Soccer Show, Twitter and Instagram. Brian does 
whole lot of interactive stuff over there. So jump on our Instagram and be sure to check out our Twitter to have conversations with me. It's pretty awesome most of the time. Find us on all your podcasting platforms. Subscribe to the show and leave us a review. We would all greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. We've gotten a lot of good support out there. Appreciate all of you. Brian, anything to say before I close this out? Man, that's all I've got. Alex, final words, final thoughts? Nope, I got nothing. All right. Be a friend by telling a friend. See you all on Thursday. That's all right. Goodbye. Dude, you heard Fall Out Boy's new album? No. Shut up. I <laughs> did. Shut up, Alex. Sorry. Idiot. <laughs> Shut up. It's actually really good. Is, is it? it? Yeah, it actually is. Tune in on the way home, then. Can I dance dance to it? You can do whatever you want to, boy. All right. That song's fucking sweet. Don't be disrespecting, okay? <laughs> Dude, he is disrespecting. He is. Hey, I wasn't disrespecting. Bro, Fall Out Boy's fire. <laughs>